Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Get Boston Sports Original on the go. Wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. We're right back to it. Jones and Mego on WEEI. There is a consensus. I would say that there is surprise that the Red Sox have not been more aggressive. Now, from my perspective, when I check on players and where they're going and who might be interested in which guys, I hardly ever hear their name. That's what is surprising to me, that they're not seemingly in the mix for any players you think they would be in the mix for. And again, the need is glaring. It's quite obvious. And there are pitchers out there. And I know Snell has warts. Montgomery might not be a number one. These are all fair assessments. And Mm -hmm. listen, no one acquired Dylan Cease yet. No one acquired Corbin Burns yet. Obviously, the prices are quite high for those guys. But, man, there are other ways to do things. And in a bigger picture sense, why did you fire Heim Bloom if this is the way you're going to go? The complaint with Heim Bloom, as I understood it, was they're not winning at the big league level. Fair complaint. They had not won at the big league level. They finished last three of the last four years. Okay. But if the goal is not to finish last, which I would imagine it is, this is an odd way of going about it. Yeah, I'm not sure that's the goal. Ken Rosenthal has been ripping the Red Sox left and right the last couple of days. That is on the Fenway Rundown with Chris Cotillo. He doesn't hear them link to any players. He's like, yeah, we ask around about free agents. They're not really linked to anybody. Their name never comes up. Okay, sounds about right. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, if you were worried, they are paying the truck driver to drive down to Fort Myers. You guys get this email? Uh, February 5th. Subject line, spring training truck day presented by JetBlue. Get that plug in. Is scheduled for Monday, February 5th. 27th straight year, Milford native Al Hartz will drive the 53-foot truck which will carry an assortment of baseball equipment and supplies. He should drive it somewhere else. Like, make a break for it. Start the Red Sox on a new life. I'm going to take it as a good sign. They're still paying for a 53-foot truck, and they're still paying the driver. That's good. These are good things. Uh, 20,400 baseballs. Hey, what a waste. 1,100 bats, 200 batting gloves, helmets, practice tops. White game jerseys, 160 of those, 300 pairs of pants, 400 t-shirts, et cetera, et cetera. 25 French Bulldogs. That's a lot of overhead. Ready to mate. Do they need that many pairs of trousers? <laughs> so truck day is still happening. Red Sox signing players, uh, absolutely not happening. Not No chance 
Uh, meanwhile, the Angelos family is selling the Orioles. And this has been rumored for a while now. I feel like we were talking about this at last year at various points during the season. $1.725 billion, I think the official number was. And I don't think the sale happens overnight, right? Peter Angelos is aging and not doing well health-wise. I think the, the family holds a stake in the team um, until his death. And then I think it will turn over to, to the new group, is I, I believe what I read. But I wonder... And I feel like I know John Henry's got to look at that sale and say, that's appealing. That's appetizing. Look at all the money that they've made off of the Red Sox, the money they've made off of Nesson, the money that they've made from their original purchase. And it's not like there's no, you know, sunken costs. They're building up Fenway corners right now. You know, they've rebuilt the ballpark. I mean, there's obviously operating costs with their roster and things like this, but 1.7 billion. And that's what the Orioles got. What could the Red Sox go for? And so I look at these numbers. They're, they sold for $1.7 billion. The Mets sold for $2.4. I'd imagine that's more in the Red Sox realm than a team like Baltimore. You know, the Royals sold for $1 billion in 2019. The Marlins for $1.3. The Dodgers for $2 billion. But that was a decade plus ago. That was back in 2012. So at bare minimum, I would expect it's somewhere between 2 and 2.5. It might be north of the 2.5 that the Mets went for four years ago. How realistic of a scenario is that where the Fenway Sports Group, spending on Pittsburgh, spending on the PGA Tour, $3 billion, they're leading the charge on that. Never mind their eyes on an NFL team, their eyes on an NBA team in Vegas or wherever else. How realistic is it that we wake up one day and the Fenway Sports Group has sold the Red Sox? First and foremost, would they have to change their name? Uh, good question. They'd be like, that's our origin story. Well, what's their, what's their new Fenway thing called? Anymore. I mean, they came up, what's a strategic sports group or something like that? Like, they didn't change it all Do that much. Do we take that as a sign? They might, just, they might just do that. Like, the SSG as opposed to FSG, I feel like they could rename themselves pretty easily, rebrand themselves. Facebook did it. So, they were asked about this by Ken and Curtis directly during Winter Weekend, right? Mm-hmm. And And they said no, that sure. they're not going to sell. I would just say, and I sent this to you guys. They also said they saw the same passion they've always had, <laughs> right. so I, I don't know how much stock I right. put in that. I, I, like, don't, I can't say absolutely not. Like, I can't say that I would be shocked if they decided to sell. If you look at the reporting around this Baltimore sale from the Baltimore Banner, um, th- there's a report here that in December, Angelos from the Orioles had called the governor to assure him that the Baltimore Orioles were not for sale. And just basically straight up reportedly lied to the governor after renewing the lease for the Orioles at their ballpark at Camden Yards and, quote, categorically denied that they were for sale. Now we're sitting here at the end of January and it's clear that that the sale is going through. I know it hasn't been finalized, but it's pretty much it's a deal. And so I, I, I just can't put that much stock into anything that any of these owners say no. when you see the returns are what they are. Yeah. Two, I call it $2.5 billion, $2.4 billion that the Mets went for. Like, I, I can't imagine <laughs> they're not talking about that and discussing that. Maybe they've known this has been in the works for a while. At the ownership level, they probably did. But I can't imagine whenever this deal went through and it was first on their radar and they saw some of the figures potentially, 
that it doesn't cross their mind, Arcand. Yeah, and honestly, with the Red Sox, like it should at this point. Like I feel like with the Red Sox in particular in that ballpark, which they have tried to spruce up and add seats to and everything, there's a breaking point. You know, there's only so much money you can make off of it, and they probably at this point have realized, you know. The World Series ratings were way down from 2022 last year, and that was maybe because of the teams that were in it. But there's not really that – baseball is not a growth industry the way some of the other things they're investing in is. No. And I think that they are not stupid. They know that. And they know that they wouldn't have these other opportunities if they didn't get in the game with the Red Sox. So they probably feel like there's you know, not a good look for them publicity-wise to go ahead and do it. But it's a worse look to, it's a worse look to keep going on like this than it would be to sell the Red Sox. If they're worried about the PR, if they're worried about the hit that they – might take it would be worse to keep running the Red Sox the way they are now than it would be for them to sell out I think I and mean, I, I think a lot of people agree I thought that. it was very revealing listening to Rob Bradford when he joined us yesterday talking about or was it two days ago yesterday. I can't even remember yeah yesterday him saying that like it, something has clearly changed when even if you listen to them talk about oh of course they have the same passion and if if you think we don't you're a liar but if you look at how they operate over the last couple of years, when Rob Bradford is out there saying, how can you look at this and not say that something's changed? Well, Ooh. and just how sustainable is the model that other team fan bases are going to fill up your ballpark? Like, is that going to last forever? I feel like that, to Arkan's point, like, baseball is not what it once was. You know, some would say the sport's dying. And so is that a sustainable model? And are they going to get out of it? And if they don't get out of it now, can they still get $2.5 in a few years? Let me add this to the list as well. I was reading Kylie McDaniel. He's one of these prospect gurus at ESPN. He came out with his top 100 today. So, like, I'm sure you can throw Baseball America back in my face or fan graphs or whatever else. You can throw other rankings back in my face. Uh, this one I saw this morning. His top 100 featured three Red Sox. Roman Anthony at 23. Marcelo Meyer at 28, which that's a fall for him. And Kyle Teal, their first-round pick at 61. They have three guys in the top 100. The Orioles have seven including a bunch ahead of the Red Sox first prospect. The Yankees have six. The Rays have four. Uh, the Blue Jays are the only team in the division with fewer than the Red Sox. They have one, although they've had a lot of talent graduate to the major league level over the last handful of years. The plan they're selling you on that, well, we're not spending now, but player development and all these guys are knocking on the door. How good are these guys? Like, really? How good is their farm system? How good are these players? And... Do you have a system like what the Orioles have right now or what the Astros had or what the Rays generally have where they're pumping out players and replacing them at the big league level? Is that what you That's what they're telling you. They're telling you they want to do that. And then I look at these prospect rankings and they have three prospects in the top 100, nobody in the top 20, two guys in the top 50. That sneaky stinks. And that's their plan. Like you should not eat that up. You should not go, oh yeah, let me wait for these prospects to get here. The prospects aren't even that good. Yeah, it doesn't inspire confidence because then when you wait around and the prospects come up, and if one of the three pan out, if one of the three is an all-star, is that a success story? Is that something you hang no. your hat on? and you go, no. You go, okay, now we're going to spend money. Now we're going to bring in a real rotation for our pitching staff. Like, I... I, I, I I've thought it's been a flawed plan for uh, over a year, two years now, but it's like what you're waiting around for that they don't want to say, they don't they don't address it head on. They just say we love our young core and the young players that we're bringing up. Like it, it, it's just it's it's not a plan. Like no. it is no plan. No, and let me uh just for the the sake of accuracy, Ryan gave me the MLB top 100. Myers 15th, Anthony's 24, 
Teal is 40. Raphael is 76. So, okay, that's better. Three in the top 50, one in the top 15 at number 15. No top 10 prospects, one top 20 prospect. That's your plan? You're going to win with a bunch of prospects, you know, at the back end of the top 50? Or certainly outside of the top 15 or 20? I don't think that's a great... If you have the top prospect in baseball, that's worth selling. Number 15 or 28? Depending on the list you're looking at, that ain't that great. It just depends on how they play. I mean, do you want to rush them up and get them up here and see if they're any good first, or do you want to let them develop naturally and sort of go through all that? It seems like they're perfectly content to wait as long as they have yeah, to. Yeah, I'm just and telling that's, you. I mean, those are going to be dead years. If you're going the player development route, you better have better prospects than this. And you have to that's spend all. in between. That's yes. the other thing. Like, you can't just let that happen. People are not going to show up. 617. Well, Red Sox fans won't. Uh, other fan bases true, might. 617 yeah. uh, Let's get back into the Red Sox and their coaching search. I'm sorry, the Patriots, rather, and their coaching search. Red Sox on the brain. Uh, what's going on with their offensive coordinator search? They do have a special teams coach. We can check that box. Let's get into all of it with your phone calls next.